Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. My name is Pastor Drew and today we're going to be looking at Psalms 105, 106, 107, and 108 in our one-year Bible reading plan. Starting in Psalm 105, Psalm 105 has no author listed, although it is uh, quoted in Psalm, or excuse me, in 1 Chronicles as a song of David. Uh, so it is uh, possible that it was authored by David, if not simply uh, inspired by him. Now, while Psalm 103 focuses on the redemptive acts of God in a general sense, and Psalm 104 focuses on God's uh, works in creation, Psalm 105 focuses on God's specific acts towards Israel throughout their history. Starting with Abraham, through Joseph, through Moses, and the deliverance from Egypt, to bringing his people into the promised land. It is important that we never lose sight of redemptive history and we continually bring to mind the mighty acts of redemption God has wrought throughout the ages. Psalm 106 also has no author listed, and this psalm focuses on the sins of God's people and prays for God to forgive their sins. It's against the backdrop of human sin that we can see the goodness and faithfulness of God despite our sin. This is true of Israel as well as the church. And we should constantly be mindful of our sin and how God has overcome the power of our sin to reconcile us to himself. Psalm 107 also has no author listed, and it is the opening psalm of Book 5 of the Psalter, which covers Psalms 107 through Psalm 150. Uh, this psalm opens with an exhortation to give thanks to Yahweh for his steadfast love. The psalm then goes on to give examples of the many ways that God has demonstrated his steadfast love. Now, one of the things we've seen throughout our time in the Psalms is that praise and worship must always be informed. It's not enough to simply say, praise the Lord. We must proclaim why he is praiseworthy. It's not enough to simply say, I love the Lord. We must proclaim why he is lovely. Sadly, many of our modern worship songs do not go beyond that initial praise the Lord and therefore are inadequate at best and disobedient at worst when it comes to being offered by God's people in worship. We must, like the psalmist, proclaim the excellencies of God that have brought forth the praises of his people. And lastly, Psalm 108 is a psalm of David, and this psalm is actually composed uh, from two portions of two other psalms, namely Psalm 57 and Psalm 60. Verses 1 through 5 are taken from Psalm 57, 7 through 11, while verses 6 through 13 are taken from Psalm 65 through 12. Uh, again, if you are able to look at all of these psalms together, you'll be able to compare these similarities. One of the main differences we see with this particular psalm is that unlike Psalm 57 and Psalm 60, there is no complaint offered in Psalm 108. Instead, this psalm isolates and combines the sections of assurance into one psalm and offers them as a new song to the Lord. It is often in times of plenty when we are experiencing the blessings of God that we are prone to forget His steadfast love and faithfulness. And it is often this forgetfulness that leads to sin and waywardness. Now, while we can be thankful that God uses these periods of lowliness to bring His people back to Himself, we should work to remember in all times that God is good, that His steadfast love endures forever, and that He is infinitely worthy of our worship. <laughs>